0: Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another HK video game experience. We're glad you could join us. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up?
1: What's going on, man?
0: No, man, not much. Um, a little bit on the uh, gaming front that I've been cutting up with a little bit lately is that Modern Warfare remastered. It was free on yep. PlayStation Plus. And dude, it's just something about these. I don't know, man, this game is awesome i mean i remember when it came out everybody was pumped about it because they'd all been doing these call of duties on uh you know these world war ii ones and then they said it was a modern warfare one and they really did it good man they really did a great job i'm talking about single player campaign is just epic i mean it is epic it is just as fun today as it was when i very first played it and playing online is fun as well um have still got some of the quirks in it a little bit of uh lag in terms of yeah, I don't know how they got this. It's just the same type of stuff that it's always had back in the day, even, um, where you're shooting at somebody and it's not getting any hit markers. You're like, how is that happening? Uh, it's because you're already dead, essentially. So it's a little bit more delay than the newer ones, but um, still a lot of fun to play. And you just got the three kill streaks, the UAVs, the airstrikes, and the helo. Uh, but anyway, been enjoying that. And, uh, and then I also got, I don't even know if I told you. I didn't tell you.
1: Mm, you didn't um, told me anything.
0: And so, well, let me kind of preface it with this, because I saw you posted, I think you posted about it on Facebook. Um,
1: I've been trying to post a lot lately, so...
0: And it was about the uh, the potential for Borderlands 3 reveal. Yes. Which everybody, you know, some of the stuff that they revealed, they've just revealed, uh, you know, the, a picture of the, you know, the maniac or psycho, like, putting his little finger gun to his head and shooting the the graphics out of one side, then the other side, you know... Yeah, um, and I couldn't remember if that was part two's logo as well, or if just yeah, part
1: one. yeah part one's logo was like he had it just uh, the one. His, I think yeah, just the he was doing a finger going one to like his uh, chin, and it was going out the top of his head, and then in uh, two, I think it was doing kind of like both. I, I know you can't see it, people. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to show Hollywood. I think it was both under the chin. So and and the first one might have been to the side of the head. I can't remember. But, yeah, that's I kind of been the thing. The of the and, and one of the jokes was, for the longest, is they were doing the gun to the side of the head, then the one to the bottom, and then another one to the bottom, you know, for three, saying <laughs> that, you know, they've got three hands there. So it's just kind of kind of funny seeing that. So,
0: But anyway, I, I think that it's going to be revealed. I think that's what they're trying to do. And another reason I think that is because they just did the handsome collection for 20 bucks on PlayStation Plus. So we scooped that up. Um, oh, so if I knew you were gonna say. I knew yes, you were like I was gonna text you, but I was like, well, I'll just wait till I'm on the podcast. Get
1: Finally, I can get Hollywood playing with me on Borderlands 2 on PS4. Heck and yeah! And so
0: uh, Rev has it too. Um So he's playing with Gunzerker, and I'm playing with the Commando. I did the Ninja last time. Let's do. Let's, got,
1: yeah, let's, let's do. Let's throw throw down on it because I'll play. I'll play with Krieg. Krieg is my okay. favorite on that. I love that's Krieg. what I
0: figured. Yeah, and I almost got him. And Ninja was just sick in that game. Oh, yeah, so he, much he is. damage. But I didn't want to play the whole game again with him, so I got a different guy this yeah. time. So I played through it uh, all the way through the, the vanilla game. I didn't get any of the da- – I got one of the downloadable contents. But anyway, I never played all the way through it. But now we got all of them. It's going to be so much fun, and the game is sick. And I think they – that I've noticed they bumped the – I might be wrong here, uh, but I thought they used to used to have to wait till level 10 till you started getting your talent points or whatever. They bumped that back to five now, so now you get a five extra – Level five, so. Oh
1: yeah, and then so you got the, o- be... and then you got the OP levels. See in this one, so you what? So what does it go to? You get OP levels. You get OP eight. You can go to OP eight. So. So eight um, extra. Yeah, basically eight levels above. uh What is it? I mean, uh, Sixty the top or level. seventy. Uh, something like that. Seventy-two, I think. So basically, Plus you can get. Yeah, you can basically get to level eighty. I think technically okay. is what it is. Um. But, man, dude, no, no. It'll be so much fun to play uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Assault on Dragon Keep together, dude. That was uh, was my favorite. Like, it's just so much fun. And it's so emotional, too, because, like, you have the whole deal with Roland. By this time, by the time this one happens, Roland's already dead. And so you have that happen. But Tiny Tina is, like, the dungeon master or the game master for this whole um for this whole DLC and it's kind of set as a Dungeons and Dragons style thing and you have butt stallion in it and that's hilarious in (laughs) itself it's just so funny and um So, like, the whole time is, like, she's playing, like, Roland's not dead. Like, she's in her game, Roland's not dead. And at the end, you have this really good emotional thing that happens. And it it was a really good piece that they put in the game to kind of draw you in. Especially because Tiny Tina is a very, very popular character with people. I mean, she's so hilarious throughout the whole game.
0: Oh, cool. um The, uh... I was going to say that that game it holds up so well. And I just forgot how fun these borderland games are. And I love when you look at the talent trees and it's just like, Oh man, what am I, what do I got to pick and what am I going to pick? You know, it's, it's so just,
1: hard. It really is so it's many such, a hard, it's such a hard choice on that. I mean, and it's so much fun to play with people too. Yeah. It's a very good social game, especially if you've got some close friends to play with. Cause it's just the crazy things that happen. I mean, like, Krieg the entire time he's attacking, he says just such random things off the wall. It's hilarious. And some of the other characters say some random stuff too, but I mean, you just, th- those interactions that happen, uh, it's just so much fun. God, it's just a blast. and I'm so excited about it. And I'm pumped about the fact that we might have a Borderlands three. Now I'm going to preface this with a very big might. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because I've gotten very skeptical with, uh, uh, Randy Pitchford and all his uh, things that he throws out because he threw out one right before, I forget what it was, if it was a PAX or if it was before E3, and he was like throwing up the number three, all these three signs and all this, and then nothing. Like he's done it at several different uh, gaming events the past year or so, and so I'm getting real skeptical with him. And the reason why I say this is because the second picture that they released was a pixelated blurry vision uh, blurry pixelated uh, thing of God, what's what's the name of the girl in Borderlands 2 I cannot remember her name like Tina who's tiny Tina right no the oh, character the
0: siren is uh the siren no. I cannot remember Vi, uh, her name Vi- oh my gosh now vixen or something what is it
1: called anyways it's a picture of her in front of one of the um, in front of a landscape from Borderlands Two, and the big rumor is is that Borderlands Two is either going to fall on mobile or fall on Switch. Randy Pitchford has said several times that it's not going to go to Switch, that it can't be done on Switch, but he's also said a lot of times, a hey, basically he's basically throwing out these random hints that Borderlands Three was coming, and so. I'm just kind of right now going to be really skeptical until it happens. March 28th is the day, so keep your uh, eyes and ears to the ground on that. And as soon as I hear something, I'll post it on our Facebook page. So I'll be trying to watch out for that that entire day to see if I catch it. So just be listening and watching. So, but I'm just going to say very that skeptical with it. Very skeptical. I, with I
0: it. I think that it's going to be. I think so. This is a bold statement to
1: say that I'm almost positive that's going to be that at this point it needs to be because now they're losing credibility and if they continue throwing out these things of these oh yeah this is borderlands three you know these fake little things like this that gets everybody hyped for borderlands three and that's not they're fixing to lose their player base i mean the people are clamoring for borderlands three i mean it's been how long since borderlands two has been out Oh, Cause that's it what was I'm a- saying. Everybody knows
0: there's going to be a Borderlands 3. You're silly to not make a Borderlands 3. Okay. So, when they also had the pre-sequel, so it's not just the end of Borderlands 2, but um, they had Tales from Borderlands, blah, 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 all this extra stuff. Um, but you know they're going to make a Borderlands 3 because it's, it's going to sell. Everybody loves Borderlands. Um, it's just how long. And I think mm-hmm. that the guy who's throwing up all these 3s and stuff, and I think they said, you need to be quiet. We're not quite ready yet. Or oops, we have had a hangup in development, and now we don't know when it's going to be finished. So now we can't release it. They probably were planning on teasing at that time. They learned from Final Fantasy VII, um, and so on and so forth. So, if you had a Borderlands Three, how would you release it? I'd release it just like this, with a bunch of little teasers, getting everybody pumped, and then twenty eighth, hit drop it, and hopefully it'll be out by the end of the year. That's how that would be awesome.
1: I would, um, hope, yeah, I would be like you know, with all these little teasers that they've done, I would hope that they have a Convention like this PAX that they're, they're going to do at the PAX East that's in Boston on uh, March 28th. so a big event. Uh, I would I would hope that they announce it and then say we're dropping in in like June and have such a short window between that and that. I know well, it's not they're going to give
0: they're going to give it more of a time to get people to buzz about it for sure.
1: Uh, you, do you really think you need more time to buzz about it? I yeah, mean, because I'm, they're going to
0: have to say, here's a new character reveal, and then, oh, I can't wait for that, and here's a new character. What do you think this character is going to be, and so on and so forth?
1: I think just go for a big bang. I think that would yeah, be... it's not going gonna... to... I know it's not going to happen, but I just think for a big bang, I really think that would be a better situation. But it's not going to happen, it never does. They want to ride the hype train. Um, I think just having the big pop, the big bang, not really saying who all the characters are, just having a little quick, like, I mean, between now and say whenever you release it, have a character video. Don't have the whole. Oh well, here's what this character can do, and have this whole breakdown. Leave something up to the imagination. Leave it uh, a little mystique behind it. Because honestly, like with what they did, uh, what they've done with, um, and I hate to go back to Destiny, but it's just one that's that's really big on my common. mind. Oh, you always do. <laughs> but just like with the, with what they've done with Destiny, is like every time they drop a DLC, they've had these. Five, six videos and, and these long things that talk about everything that's happening in it. And so basically, by the time you get the game, you know exactly what you need to do to get to max level the quickest. And it just burns the content, you know, let it let it people think about it for a little while. You know, just say, hey, we're going to release this and it's got these couple new things in it. And then just let it be and let people figure things out instead of giving them months to basically plan and have their game plan set to where this day one, they're already max level. It's just ridiculous, you know? So, and yeah, know they're War- going
0: to release it. And then they're going to get the suck. You said when somebody it's a big fan base, so they're going to just, your mind is already running wild, trying to figure out what Borderlands three is going to be. Oh, um, wow. and we hope it's more of the same, more levels, cooler characters, um, more loot, you know, are, are they going to say, hey, we want more of the same, but we want to add a, what was the other colors that are just, well, I guess it was always gold or mm-hmm. it was like the, uh, no, it was, uh, so Borderlands always had the white, It's just uh, common. Green is uncommon. Blue is rare. Purple is, uh, no, blue is, uh, yeah, rare. Purple's epic. Gold is like the legendary. But then mm-hmm. they had even this orange. orange orange that's right they had a a teal that's right and then they had like a ridiculously rare um teal color in Borderlands 1 and I don't know if they had that in 2 or what but uh I don't remember teal but it wasn't it wasn't it was like a aqua blue it was a weird looking blue and it was so rare we never found one um in game we modded it and you finally got them and they were in game and we played the heck out of Borderlands 1 me and Rev and uh Chris Huff and Jonathan Huff, but, um, <clears throat> but anyway, so and Chris also has a uh, PlayStation Four, so that'll be four for us to run with. But oh yeah, but anyway, that will be fun. So today, though, we are going to drop some old school Super Mario Brothers three for you guys. Um, this is one that's probably a little bit overdue, but we wanted to do it justice. We've become a little bit uh, better at podcasting. I hope you would think. Uh, I feel like we have since the very beginning, at least with the sound at a minimum. Um, and so to do be able to do some research, to be able to talk about this game, uh, maybe give you guys some information that you did not know um, and just relive this game with us. So I'm going to have a lot of dates, a lot of little check in the box here on my checklist to make sure I uh, come up with everything here. So uh, hopefully I don't bump my mic and make a lot of a background noise. But if I do, please uh, forgive me. But... Uh, do you got anything you want to talk about before we start this thing?
1: Um, no, I can't. I can't talk about anything today after the chaos I had to deal with with my son. Yeah. Well, I got a
0: pet story, man. My cat got is gone. It's missing all day. Oh, my wife, my no wife's good. tore up about it. Cause we, we usually have, last time you had to uh, take your dog,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: my cat's missing, man. That's the only pet I got had her forever and we don't know where she yeah. is and it's cold tonight
1: so oh, hopefully sad. the
0: coyotes don't get her she's probably out there li- having the time of her life out in the wild so maybe she'll show up tomorrow but we'll keep you guys posted on that that's a yeah, big sad. deal
1: that's sad to hear man <laughs> yeah i mean my mine wasn't drama like that my son got a hold of uh, our potty training uh, aid that was a pheromone spray. Decided to spray it on our doggy door and some other stuff, and made our house smell like a like raccoon pee, basically. That's uh, a watered down raccoon pee. I was telling Hollywood about it earlier, and he's getting a good laugh out of it. But my house is just horrible smelling, and it it made my allergies flare because I had to do all kind of like scented stuff to get the, the get this get, get the smell out of the house. I mean, it was horrible. So man,
0: you just, are heartless, man. I just told you my cat is missing and you're talking about allergies that's just going to be healed overnight.
1: <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time because I, I, I'm cold-hearted, man. I'm cold-hearted. You remember when you were talking about
0: your dog on one of the, it was on the Goldeneye podcast. Yeah. And I've, I, I've gotten a handful of times from people like, man, you're so cold to clear fire. He's talking about his dog, and then all of a sudden you just go, okay, anyway, what have you been playing or something like that? Uh. <laughs> and i was like no he told me so if you guys are listening, he told me beforehand about his dog and i told him don't bring it up unless you want to on the podcast so i've already heard the story i wasn't trying to be cold hearted yeah. but people so i just just messing with you because i don't know some people man i guess they're just overly sensitive about animals i'm just saying we he talked to me about it before so he's already been comforted by me
1: yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, mean I, I I completely get it. And, you know, guys, if you think that I'm not sensitive, well, then tough. You know, go back and listen. Go back and listen. Go back and listen to the No, they think the I'm pod. not
0: sensitive. They think well, I'm not Well, no, sensible. no, I'm
1: talking about tonight after, you know, oh, going with the no. cat thing. You know. Oh, man. Go back and listen so, to my podcast about yeah. my dog. You know, it was pretty bad. So, But, so. you know, it's all well and good.
0: Alright, man, well, did you get a chance to play this Mario 3 before we I, get on here?
1: I didn't. I wish I would have. Um, I've got it in several different versions. I got it on my Raspberry Pi. I got it on my um, Super Nintendo. And I got it on my Nintendo Classics. So, my Super Nintendo Classic. So. All right, it's yes. my, yeah, it's on my Super Nintendo Classic. because uh, They got the Mario All-Stars on it, right? No, they don't. No, they it's don't have not Mario Stars. Okay, no, I was trying to. Th- I was trying to remember <laughs> if it was on the Super Nintendo Classic, in no. that form or not. So yeah, I got two versions of it, and I never got a chance to play it. and I feel bad that I didn't.
0: I got the original. That's what me and uh, my son played on it uh, just before this podcast, and uh, we played. Um, played You can play it through it pretty quickly. We played a, several of the stages, whistle warp whistles, and all that. And then I also have it on Super Mario All-Stars, the original there on Super Nintendo. And I think that is it. Um,
1: I'm not sure that's it.
0: That, well, that's all that I have it on. You can, there's some on the Wii, and there's some obviously Virtual Console. There's also on Game Boy Advance. So, but anyway, there's a lot of history with this game here. So Mario 1, obviously set the ground rules. Was it nineteen eighty five or nineteen eighty four in America? I don't know these dates, so I didn't research Mario 1, but uh, somewhere around this all straight from memory. Everybody loved it. Pack-in game with the Super well, with the Nintendo. So uh, that got the that got the craze started, set the baseline. And all this is important, okay? So then Mario t- well this is very interesting, some stuff I found out. Super Mario Bros. Two came out in uh, October nineteen eighty eight. Uh, in america a completely different game than the japanese super mario brothers 2 we've gone over this a bunch of times yep. uh, this mario brother 2 was a reskin of doki doki panic the super mario brothers 2 they got in japan was what we know as the lost levels it was just too difficult they didn't want to send it over uh, we were just now getting back into video games japan had had it they liked the challenge america did not we didn't understand them quite yet we didn't know what they could or cannot do interesting enough when super mario brothers 2 was coming out in October 1988, in America, Super Mario Brothers 3 that same month was being released in Japan. So they already were on Mario Brothers 3 before, right when we got Mario Brothers 2. Uh, very interesting. Nobody had any idea this game was coming out. Nobody had any idea. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 was first mentioned in Nintendo Power January issue number four in 1989, and all it said was be on the lookout for super mario brothers 3 that's all it said in the like a one little write up there and if you look at the back of the magazine it had a picture the box art a yellow box exactly the way it looks now of super mario brothers 3 so that's kind of all the teasing we got of it and you had to be reading you know i guess you just look at the back and see it i would i didn't read i don't remember reading uh or was you know forever ago but um and even if i did read it i wouldn't remember it um
1: man we shopped through those magazines so quick
0: Oh, they were great. Yeah,
1: they were great, but we just we skimmed through them so quick.
0: Yeah, you want to look at the games and look at the games you don't own to kind of see, oh, how's this gameplay? What is this? Look like? And it's all side-scrolling platformers. That's kind of what we were used to. Not all of them, obviously, Zelda. But that's pretty much what you were used to at the time. All
1: well, right. then the magazine you'd run for the fold-out, too. What was the poster?
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah.
1: Uh, I remember. I remember that. that's what I remember most from magazines. It's like, okay, what's the poster for this month? You know. Well, you
0: mean like the back of the poster was what I liked because usually oh. it's going to be a map or it's going to be something cool like that. And sometimes well, I a mean, cool. That's,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Just that whole that that whole pullout part that 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 was what we always would go for. It's like, okay, what was the pull-out this week? I mean, this month is you know was was there something useful for us or was it a cool poster? You know what was it?
0: Oh yeah, and check this out. By the way, uh oh.
1: Oh, Hollywood's that... Holly digging deep into the vault. There, uh, he's getting up. Let's see what he's checking out here. He's going to show me something cool here. So, guys, I wish you could see going this to my game he, case. He, he's, he's pulling up some fun stuff here. He went to his went to his game case. I gave I gave him was giving a play by play of what you were doing as you're oh, getting up. <laughs> I so. took my
0: headset off. So, <laughs> um, so speaking of the posters of Nintendo Power, here's a little way if you guys, are entrepreneurs out there, go on onto uh, eBay. Buy a magazine. The Nintendo Power magazine can be anywhere from three dollars to, depending on which one it is. They can get expensive if you buy like a Final Fantasy three one R, uh, one of those types um, that everybody's looking for. Could be like fifteen bucks. But anyway, go in there, buy one for five bucks if it has the poster in there. If it does, cut the poster out gently, sell the Nintendo Power, and then sell the poster separate, and you can make a little bit of money, probably double your money. Five ten bucks for the uh, poster. But anyway, I was up in my attic trying to find some stuff to get my playstation to work online we talked about uh something separate about my network card not working so i had to get some things for it and i found this i don't know where this is from but check this out
1: oh my gosh Boom. final fantasy cool, eight is that? that is awesome man that's an awesome a poster
0: massive poster with it squall it is huge I'm gonna take a picture of this. I'm gonna. There's I a huge poster. This, this is
1: like this is like huge, guys. This and then is take off the, the whole screen. Oh my gosh! What all all is cards? It's all cards. All the cards oh from my game. gosh, dude, that true. is an awesome poster.
0: Yeah, dude, it's got ah oh, sick. I got a uh, I got little tack holes right there where I used to have it. Oh yeah, in, in my old room back back in Forest, Mississippi.
1: Oh yeah, that but, was definitely a Forest poster.
0: Oh dude, I'm so pumped about that. I got a figure out how to get that looking right and put that up there with that collection.
1: Get it in a frame, man. But see, those I,
0: things I, are worth some money, man. I mean, uh, these old school posters, you're not going to find that, you uh-huh. know, anywhere. So, um, but anyway, so just kind of, you're talking about the post Nintendo power, just reminded me of that. So that's one way you can, uh, make a little bit of money in Nintendo powers. I got like three or four of them up there that I just bought uh, the secret of Mana one, the, uh, and then also the, oh, that was
1: an awesome Nintendo power.
0: Yeah, and I got, actually got the, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank, Link's Awakening one, too. Oh, nice. Game Boy, yep. And another that, one I don't remember what it is. That'll
1: be awesome, especially considering that Link's Awakening's fixing to come to the uh, Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, let's see. In May, so so that's just talking about Mario was first mentioned, just saying, be on the lookout. 1989, January issue. Remember, it released on October 23rd, 1988, in Japan. So, game's already out in Japan. Okay, okay. At this point, point. Um, and then in May 1989, Nintendo Power uh, spoke of it again. Uh, let's see. Wait, 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 No, I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting this all backwards. Um, anyway, let me. Let me there's. Like, I told you I got a bunch of dates here. That's going to really jack me up here. Yes, I don't know if it's May. I got May written down here, but I can't read my notes. Uh, so uh, just, uh, it's just I don't remember exactly, but I do know. That Nintendo Power did mention Super Mario Brothers three again, again, but again, just kind of in hey, Mario three is coming out. Um, they had announced that it was going to be on the uh, Power uh, Play. What were those? What were those little things called? That was in um those little arcades that were called uh Power Stations or something like that. That had all the Nintendo games. You paid a quarter and you it I can't remember what they're called. Sorry. Yeah, I
1: know what you're talking about. I can't. Remember, I can't remember what it was called either.
0: Yeah, so they had mentioned, "Hey, be on the lookout for it; it's going to be there." Do you do you know the first magazine that showed gameplay of Super Mario Brothers? They're not gameplay, but pictures. Yeah, I mean, obviously nah. not animated. At this point, you know, Nintendo's kind of making their own image with Nintendo Power; they're kind of setting it up the way they want it to be set up, uh, as far as how people view them. Um, they're not even mentioning hardly that, hey, you know, these games are coming from Japan. Here, they're just kind of celebrating the new games. Um, And this is important too, for later. But now people are starting to ride the waves of these video games. So out pops GamePro, out pops Electronic Gaming Monthly. We've kind of talked about this on Facebook a little bit. And GamePro's very first episode, or (laughs) very first magazine, had pictures of Super Mario Brothers 3 in it that was the oh. very first time and from Japan and they kind of spilled the beans on hey this is already out in and Mar- uh it's been out for 6 months you know that that was the uh, spring issue in 1989 on GamePro saying like hey uh, this has been here for uh, for you know 6 months in Japan um so just just talking about that showing that hey, this has already been for sale or whatever then uh, Electronic Game Monthly followed up with that they're just trying to make an impact and trying to be noticed, like wow, GamePro's got the you know the, the inside scoop. We need to kind of get them. But uh, so that's kind of where that came from. GamePro's very first issue talked about that.
1: GamePro or EMG?
0: GamePro. And then right after that, EMG did. But this or is all before EGM. Nintendo Power did. Yeah, EGM. This is that's all something. before Nintendo Power did.
1: Well, that's Inten- crazy though. That's it's uh, like why why would yeah. Nintendo Power let them get that upper hand on them, especially knowing that the Japanese one has been out since you know October of 88 so
0: yep uh summer of uh, sorry the uh play choice that was the name of that th- the console thing i was going to talk about ah okay uh yeah the summer of 1989 they said be re- be ready for it on uh play choice um and so so it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird thing we we didn't know any better there was no internet and all this kind of stuff right um so uh Remember Mario 3? It came out February 12th, 1990, in America. February 12th, 1990. And you didn't hear anything about it till again, till like January 1990, where North America's like, oh, it's finally here. Our Nintendo Power is like, it's finally here. And then in uh, March of 1990, that's when you had that clay looking, you remember the, the uh, Play Doh looking mm-hmm. cover on Nintendo Power Mario 3? So they finally did that and had the kind of the full review of the game and stuff. So pretty interesting, man. Uh, kind of how they did that because what else was happening about in 1990, 1991? Super Nintendo's getting ready to drop.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? We did anybody know about that? Did you know about the Super Nintendo no. back then? I didn't know about it. Nobody knew about it. We thought Nintendo was it. We didn't know there was gonna be another no. one. You know, so they kept all of that secret. They were already developing it. They knew about it in Japan already that they were developing one. They didn't have anything to do with it. That's why I was just kinda of getting at. It. They kept all this they're from Japan under wraps. So
1: Well, I mean, and to and too, just thinking about it, what trips me out. So something that I really liked about Mario Super Mario Brothers three was the tie into the movie that they had, The Wizard. And The Wizard even came out a couple months before it was released in North America, December 15th of 1989 is when The Wizard came out. And that movie, at the end of the movie, the game that everybody gets to play that nobody's played yet, quote unquote, only in America, nobody's played it yet, is Super Mario Bros. 3. And of course, us as kids were like, oh my gosh, that game's so awesome. And then we get to have the game a few months later, not knowing that uh, that good old Japan had already had it for you know, on what well over a year at this point.
0: Yep. And so you might have have played it because it did come out on the play choice in the summer of eighty nine. But I never saw a play choice anywhere. It wasn't at Aladdin's Castle at North Park, so I didn't nope. see it.
1: We didn't have <laughs> so, we didn't have any play choices near us. It might have only been a California <laughs> New York thing. It. I, it I thought that just... was
0: made up for the Wizard. Quite frankly, they played play <laughs> choices on the Wizard. I thought that was a made up thing for the movie. Well, who knows.
1: I mean it's a real thing but um it, it wasn't a real thing in Mississippi. <laughs> no cuz we it was I never saw it. But yeah, I mean so since I'm since I've since I've hinted about the movie, um, I just want to real quick bring it in because to me the wizard is a is kind of a it's not a big part of the lore of uh Super Mario Brothers 3, it's just a part of it. But I remember the movie and just want to talk about it just for a real quick second, since we kind of feel like this is a good place to do it. Something interesting I just found out about the movie, doing research for this, is is this movie was actually Toby Maguire's very first movie, his very first movie he was ever in. So this is his debut to film as well. So that's kind so of he, who was. What did he do? He was one of Lucas's goons. Oh yeah, that's right, he was. <laughs> He was one of Lucas's goons, and so like, just to think about that—that's like, oh wow, this movie has somebody like Tobey Maguire in it that became big. I mean, out of course, it, it has Fred Savage, Bo Bridges, and Christian Slater. Those three names you should know pretty well. They've they've been in tons of things, but um, it was you know it, it was just a great movie. And then too, you know, the one thing that I'll remember about it uh, that I'll always remember about it—that was my favorite part—was when um. Oh god what is the kid's name I can't remember the youngest son's name that uh is the, the 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 Jimmy Jimmy Woods Jimmy when he gets to play Lucas play against Lucas Lucas whips out the power glove and we're like oh my gosh it's the power glove you know yeah. thinking it's thinking he was so awesome you know <laughs> and it's just it's if you haven't seen the movie yet go watch the movie it's a really good movie I it's a great it's-, it's a great it's a great cult movie it, it's it's fun Straight um,
0: advertisement for Nintendo. Oh that's yeah, all that's it all
1: it is. It's all it is a Nintendo advertisement, and with with a couple Pepsi advertisements thrown in there. You do got go, 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 <laughs> a couple sure of Pepsi shots. Of <laughs> Universal <laughs> so Studios, in there. of course. So oh yeah, I remember that part. That was pretty awesome. So, but you know, it's just one of those movies that was everybody talks about. You know, uh, video game movies and why have why are they all so terrible? This is one that's not terrible. Go watch it, you know, <laughs> and so, um, that's just my little quick throw in that I wanted to throw in about it. So,
0: so I got to correct myself. I said it, January was the first uh gameplay picks they had out, uh, in, in Nintendo Power January 1990. I was wrong, it's actually uh, November 1989, and it also has because that's when the gameplay picks as well as the Wizard of the Movie intro was introduced into Nintendo Power. I remember seeing the wizard, uh, the movie, you know, s- steals in that, ep- that, uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, magazine, but, or that issue, but I mean, I didn't really kind of get into it too much. Um, didn't read into it and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, that was just a straight, uh, ad for Super Mario Brothers three. Oh yeah. Okay. Um,
1: a good ad. <laughs>
0: Well, you think it's a good ad? I don't know if it's a good ad or not. So movies, that, that so now we're going to get too much into this debate or anything. But nine, you're not going to believe it either. But nine out of ten movies fail. Well, yeah. You believe that nine out of ten movies fail? Yeah, I believe that. That so they don't make money back.
1: Yeah, because they don't make enough money to cover their expenses.
0: Yeah. So nine out of ten movies fail. How's the movie business still and still going? If not, if only ten percent of the movies work.
1: Because those ten percent work so well that they can cover the loss of the other nine.
0: That's exactly right. And the reason I say that I don't think it was a good ad is because I haven't seen any more of them.
1: Uh, you good know point. What I'm
0: if it was so good, it would have definitely uh, been a common thing.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, looking here at the figures, uh, just to jump in and talking about uh, how nine out of ten movies are losses. It looks like this one was probably a loss too because its budget was six million, and that's just the cost of making the movie. That's not the cost of the advertisement or anything like that. And their box office haul was only fourteen point three million. So this probably did they probably did lose money because considering all the advertisement they did, especially with the Nintendo powers and all the other stuff. So
0: yeah, and Fred Savage, he didn't he didn't make as much money back then. No, nope, he didn't. I don't know how much they paid Fred Savage? They should have paid him more than if it was only. He should have got six million million on his own.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it was. It, he did a great job at that at that movie. So uh,
0: said it grossed fourteen million. So here's the thing, though. How much did Nintendo did did Nintendo invest any? Did mm-hmm. they get paid any? I'm sure they got a taste of Hollywood and they go, y'all suck. We're not going to deal with you because Hollywood's going to uh, absorb all of that money. Um, that mm-hmm. was just in the U.S. fourteen point two. Suppose they according to IMDb. But um, the reason I bring all this up, because we talked about Mario 1 paving the way, Mario 2 paving the way. Now, Mario 3 came out, okay? And at this point, this kind of solidified the Mario mania in America, okay? Um, Sonic was a pack-in game for Genesis, and to combat that, Nintendo put Super Mario Brothers 3 as a pack-in game, which did... Uh, a good job there to another another way to promote it. Uh, the cartoon Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 came out. They already had the Mario cartoon, but now we got the Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 based solely on Super Mario Brothers 3 and the Koopa Kids. We're gonna talk about uh-huh. the game, actual game here in a minute. Um, they had candy, they had cereal, they had t-shirts. Yeah. and I'm gonna take a quote from Gazillionaire, which if you hadn't seen his channel was one of the best YouTube channels I've ever seen. And it's, it's called GTV, and I wonder if he used to uh, – well, he used to be in TV. But anyway, I don't know his whole story, but I like him. I'm going to have to, have to hit this dude up and just tell him how good a job he's doing because he's not getting a whole lot of views. He's getting thousands of views, but some of his extraordinary videos, great production value, 3,000 views, 4,000 views. Um, and I'm just going to plug this real quick. Guys, support these young, small YouTubers like our our YouTube, 7 Views on on final fantasy six video i'm not going to make any more because it just takes so much time unless we get more views but if you're one of those seven thank you for that i'm not trying to get too far off track but i'm using it as a point to say if you are one of those seven and you like what you see please like subscribe comment share these things help people get out do the same thing for if you like them if you want to support them for any young uh, Youtubers, because their algorithms are not going to let these things out. They only get out if you let them get out. So gazillionaire and these type of people, man, great job. Let's keep pushing and supporting these young, young YouTubers. Anyway,
1: liking, liking sharing, and watching is the only way we grow. You got yep. to help us grow. Yep.
0: So I will take a quote from his channel. Seventeen million dollars in sales overall of that game, Super Mario Brothers 3. Seventeen million. It was like three million for uh, or two million for Mario one. Something like that at the time All right. So the, this is this quote in, in 1990, in a single day You could play Mario 3 You could read about it, you could wear it, you could eat it You could watch it on TV And you could rent a movie Where Mario is the center of the story Mario Brothers 3 Is the center of the story So this is the cultural impact That this game had um, And it, it was a phenomenal game then It is a phenomenal game now um, I really do like it. Do you like it still?
1: Oh, yeah. I still really do like it. I mean, it's 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 it, it was innovative. It was innovative for the time. I mean, we were used to the other Mario, Mario 1 mainly, because Mario 2 I just felt like was just, eh, I never liked it back then. You know, I have a more appreciation for it now. But it was basically, you play it, you beat the stage, you go to the next stage. It wasn't really you get to select what stage you go to or anything like that. You didn't get to select your path this one was the first Mario that you actually kind of get to select your path, which way you go through the map and everything. And that was really cool. So yep. yeah, it, give, it gives another thing. It just gave another level to feeling like you were more involved in the game. instead yeah, of just You like, had more
0: control of the worlds and stuff. Um, so very interesting. couple of uh, information uh, things about this. It was originally supposed to be a top-down perspective, or they wanted it to at first. Uh, Miyamoto scrapped that idea. didn't really work out. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you can see this that the developer said that you can see remnants of this at the title screen, where that little um, checkerboard floor kind of fades. It kind of it looks different. You'll see it if you, if you if you see it in your head, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That Was supposed to turn into the top down that so you could see it. But oh, it was, uh, yeah, okay, you I can see that. Mad, yeah, yeah, and so they just left it like that. And yes, it is a play. Miyamoto has confirmed that all Super Mario Brothers 3 is a play with the screen opening up and you push start and you see the props in the stages and stuff like that where you can duck down on the white blocks and go behind the scenes and all this stuff. It's supposed to all be a play, just like Mario Brothers 2 was a dream. You know, um, That's so, awesome. Yeah. It, uh, you,
1: you have a theme-based game, and they've all been kind of theme-based from that point on, too. Mm-hmm. So they obviously added these uh, different power suits for Mario, something new.
0: They added the Tanuki suit, which is like this raccoon-looking thing that turns into a statue. I don't know how that kind of came up, but it is. It's there. Uh, statue makes you invulnerable. You have the Hammer Brothers suit, which is the hardest to me- keep. That is the most powerful. With the Hammer Brothers, you can ball up in your shell and be immune to fire. They have the uh, raccoon tail and ears, which helps Mario fly. So does the Tanuki suit. They have the frog suit, which he can swim real good in. Now, so these are all different uh, power ups that Mario can get. Obviously, you got the same standard mushroom. You got the star. You got the fire flower. Um, they were act- originally wanted Mario to turn into a centaur. Didn't um, you know? If you can imagine, I don't know what his glad special they left
1: power that, be. Glad, glad they left that back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what his special but just a back kick or something. I don't know. Instead yeah. of a tail whip, it's just a kick. I don't know how far in development that got, uh, but that's, the Tanuki suit took the place of that.
1: Well, I love how creative they got with these suits. This is awesome yeah. that they did this, and it gave another level, another dimension to the game, and that's what made it so much more fun as well. And then, too, it just kind of fits in place with now hearing that, you know, that uh, Miyoto wanted it to be a play, and when you're in a play, you will dress up in different suits. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense now, and it just kind of fits. It, you will so. throw
0: fireballs at the wooden stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta light that bad boy on fire. Oh man, you gotta burn <laughs> so, the house down. So uh, let's see here. So Mario Brothers Three, um, it was uh, they wanted it to have a lot of different worlds so you can really I mean I'm trying to name them offhand. The Mario 1 or the first world so there's 8 worlds in this Mario uh, the first one's the standard Mario stages that you're kind of used to number uh, stage world 2 is the desert world 3 is a water world 4 is the giant world we all love 5 is the sky level 6 is the ice level and that's where you're going to start getting that hammer brother suit 7 is the pipes and 8 is Bowser's stage and it's like a lava cave like you're in hell essentially so, um very distinguished worlds which makes it so much fun, have a ton of replay value. Um
1: And Game I posted, of- I posted this on the Facebook page too, and I can't remember which level it was, but one of the levels is actually in the shape of the islands of Japan.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be in uh, that's World Three. Where you get on the boat and go out yeah. there and try to find those things. That's just a cool uh it's a cool, cool add-in
1: that they did it's you know, a cool it's just... add-in
0: and in, in the game it's that that stage itself I mean it's just a little boat that you've got to these lands islands and you get to play the little match games which we'll Ooh. talk about you get to go into the uh, the houses the little toad houses and get power-ups it's just a lot of power-ups and extra stuff that helps you no other purpose but to do that um, and that, that's just cool that's how Mario gets in a boat on the overworld and kind of just floats around um, so it's just it's just fun factor I don't know where this fun factor in games just kind of seem to go away you know there's still some real good ones I mean that's ultimately all it boils down to is the game fun or not does it make me want to play more um, it doesn't matter if I get an unfair advantage on the
1: boss. <laughs> that's what my point exactly. is. You know?
0: <laughs> as long as it's not just super easy. But I just think of Borderlands when, you know, just thinking about that. Oh, man, that's it. just
1: so much fun factor in Borderlands.
0: I've said it before, and I mean, I'm just using this as an example, but, you know, the Gun Zerker, you can get two guns. That's his special ability. He puts two guns, one gun in each hand, and just goes nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, some interviewer asked him, like, what, well, aren't you worried about people getting, like, two guns that are one gun that maybe OP, and then they get two two of those and they just go, Go ham on the whole game, and they're like, "No, we're not oh, going to dive that deep into it. We want everybody to have fun. That sounds awesome."
1: Well, I mean, so, they've got they've, they've got a way they've got a way where I can go dupe a gun for you, and I can give you a duplicate of the gun that I have, and they never blocked that from from people to being able to do that. And so I think that's awesome that they've left things like that in that game. and They left the fun factor in it. They're like, "This makes the game fun. Let's let 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 people have fun with it."
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Mario 3, they let you go get a lot of extra power-ups right there. Out of the blue. It's not like you had to fight this big boss and then you finally get through. Oh, great. I've earned my way to get here. No, they just went to it. Mm -hmm. So, um, a huge game. Uh, Back then, it was 12 times larger than Super Mario Bros. 1 as far as memory size uh, went. 12 times larger. It had like some type of duplicate processor that that would allow you to uh, side-scroll and it it allowed for vertical and horizontal scrolling simultaneous. Um, So so that was something new. But anyway, so that's a lot of facts about the game. Um, Let's kind of get into the game itself. I remember, obviously, when this game came out that time, and the first time I played it was over at Bullet's house. And uh, his brother, Chris, was there. Now, they they owned the game, and I went over there to see him. And I was like, oh, you got Mario 3? Can I check it out? And I turned it on. And I was supposed to be visiting with, you know, just hanging out with kids, you know. Uh-huh. And um, I sat there and played at Mario 3 all day long, dude. All day <laughs> long. They were out there playing baseball. And I went up there for a minute. And I was like, oh, man, Mario 3 would just be so much fun. So I went back and played it again. And I remember uh, his mom and uh, and Chris was like, I've never seen anybody play games As long as he has, you know, like I played it so long. that I've never not seen anybody play video games that long. It
1: never came to our house then.
0: Yeah. I I didn't play it all day though. (laughs) I mean like all day, like I got there, like, you know, I don't remember him, dude, who knows nine o'clock and left at like four. I was just playing the game all the whole day. But, um, they had friends over there all playing baseball, like, like good American boys. I was like, Nope, I'm playing Mario three all day in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was just so much fun. It's so addicting. It's unbelievable. And I remember, so I remembered it now that I'm thinking about it. They had Nintendo Power had a strategy guide, uh, it was one of those red, um, books. You've seen them? Oh man, it's a Mario Three strategy guide. I got to look this up. Something like along the line to get everybody hype about it. And I read through that thing a hundred times, man, waiting for this day <laughs> that this game to be released. And so I was pumped about it. And so that's, uh, so I guess that's kind of how I really liked it too. But I remember that. Uh, Do you remember the first time you played it?
1: I'm trying to remember the first time I played it. I can't can't remember.
0: I don't remember getting the game. I mean, I know I had it. I don't remember the actual, you know, oh, I got it for Christmas or something like that. I'm sure you played it at my house.
1: I know I played it at your house at one time because, um, let's see, this came out. I mean, yeah, I mean, this came were, out. This, you were moved in the neighborhood before. Yeah, I just I just recently moved in the neighborhood. Cause I moved in the neighborhood of August of eight of eighty nine. So I moved in just you know right before this dropped. I'm just trying to remember if I played it. This was our icebreaker game, probably. Yeah, it might have been. It <laughs> hey, very well could have been. I mean, because I mean, I you got to think Mario about
0: it. three. You got that?
1: Yeah, I'll be your friend. <laughs> it could have been. I, I don't remember. I really, I really don't remember the first time I played this one.
0: Yeah. So I just remember that because uh, they were like, "Oh my gosh, he's never hadn't pl- I never seen a kid play that play that m- long." But um, but I mean, I remember sitting there and playing it. But um, but anyway, yeah. So a lot of fun stuff about this, one, a lot of little uh, just just being able to go to the world. So there's different paths you can pick. Very very subtle. I mean, it's not not subtle, but I mean, it's not game breaking. Like in the very first world, you can go to one, two, and then you can go straight to the castle. You don't have to do three or four. Mm -hmm. Three is obviously where you find the. uh, One, three is where you find the whistle. One, four, you get a certain amount of all the coins, then you open up the white mushroom house. So, every world, there's a stage where it's hard to get coins. And if you get all the coins, a white mushroom house will will pop up. And you're either going to get a P wing or an anchor. So, you have to look online for whichever ones it is, except for World Eight. But there's little tricks like that in the game. Like to get the. You can get the Hanner brothers that walk around to turn into little. Little ships, uh, coin ships that float. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do that is your sc- your number of coins have to have to be uh, like a multiple of eleven. So one one, two two, three three, four four. So has to be like that. So if you have five five for coins, you get fifty five coins. Your score, the last two digits have to be five zero because the five has to be or whatever that second the last digit has to be multiple of that so, it just needs to be the same number. So if you got thirty-three coins, that that second to last digit needs to be a three, and you need to hit the the uh, box at the end to end the stage when the time is on an even number. So it's kind of complicated. I don't know how somebody came up with that probably just looked at the code, <laughs> but um, that's how you do that. And then you get extremely the
1: complicated.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like you know, might figure figured that out when you're nine or whatever eight, you know. So it just happens every once in a while. But that's how you do that. Um, and so, you know, when we found – so one of the things I remember about The Wizard, watching The Wizard, is Jimmy – and it's really interesting. Jimmy, and during playing the game for the championships, he found the warp whistle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he just somehow knew to drop down under that – hold down on the very first white block – Go behind the scenes and get the warp whistle and knew exactly what it was going to do, and it shot his score through the roof. <clears throat> yeah, the warp whistle on the game does nothing for your score; It just lets you move on to the next level, but yeah. or whatever, not the next level, but lets you pick whatever but, series.
1: And and talk just to add in about the game too. I basically made him win the competition by getting the warp whistle.
0: Yeah, and so oh, he found the magic warp whistle. Now he can warp to whatever. And now the kids are talking about it like they've seen it before. Uh-huh. and it's like dude how did he know this but anyway you, you got a secret to the game right there and again we keep bringing this up and i mean there's no way to you know i don't know but no internet There's nothing you you knew the secret because you watched the wizard uh-huh. you knew the secret because you had nintendo power you knew the secret because you found the secret you know that's kind of how you, you figured stuff out back then and so it's cool to know these secrets of these games um but anyway, so this one introduced all those power-ups we just mentioned. It introduced the open world where you jump, walk around. Um, just kind of fun fact. It's supposed to introduce whatever direction Mario was walking in. That's what way he would face. He's just always facing the screen. Uh, walking in the direction, facing the direction he's walking was something that was introduced in Super Mario World. Uh, but not Super Mario 3, which Super Mario, not World. What am I, is it, uh, it is Super Mario World for Super Nintendo uh, so that was actually Super Mario 4 mm-hmm. But anyway So That was supposed to be that way But he's just sliding around So it introduced that And like I said The, the shortcuts It introduced The two player mechanic To where So Super Mario Brothers 2 Was not two players So this one I know When we were growing up My parents would be mad If my dad or somebody Was going to play Mario's with me Mario Brothers 1 He would have to wait Until I die In order mm-hmm. to play So he's like I don't want to sit there And watch you play For 25 minutes You know, except Mario Brothers 3, you took turns. I went to one stage, then Luigi's turn. You know, if I died, it's his turn. If I complete the stage, it's still his turn. So I tried to introduce this to my dad. He wasn't really into it, but he did like to, you know, he just kind of playing it because trying to spend some time or whatever. But um, one thing that is cool is if, say, I'm Mario and complete a stage that leads to a mushroom house, and I don't want Luigi to get it because he's just going to blast by me and get it. When he gets on my square, I can push A, and now it challenges him to that old school Mario game, the very first mm-hmm. Mario game, and whoever wins, it's their turn. So that's a really cool feature, um, and you can block, you know, yeah. your, protect your stuff from. You if your if your bro is not listening to you, man, don't get that mushroom house. That's mine, you know, or whatever. You can kind of do it that way. And if uh, Mario wins or whoever wins, it changes that block. I believe it does. It changes that block to. You know, if Luigi wins, it'll so change that Mario block to a Luigi block. That's important if uh, whoever dies, if you have to continue, then all your corresponding blocks turn back to stages, so you have to redo those stages. So if Mario has all the stages completed, he runs out of lives, guess what? you got to do them all over. Mm-hmm. But if they turn to Luigi blocks, you don't have to do them over. So little things like that was, was really cool uh, about the game. Um, we also introduced all of the... Uh, Koopalings all yes. seven of these, thi- these things and now they're in like you know they were in Mario World um and mm-hmm. I can't, they weren't in Mario World 2 obviously but anyway so so they're in Mario World they're expected there so you've got seven I wonder, wonder where Miss Koopa is I don't know who's Miss Koopa Mario Brothers got Princess you know, that's his uh, in Toad as Toadette. Even uh,
1: that's that's a good question. I never never thought about having a Madame Koopa.
0: Yeah, uh, she's she's somewhere because these seven came from somewhere.
1: She's at the house cooking dinner.
0: <laughs> she's in the, stays in the castle.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know they they come up with that. There's a this thing blew up on Twitter for about, or not Twitter necessarily, but all over the internet for about especially Twitter, for about, you know, three days where they had a human female oh, yeah. Bowser. Yeah, and kind of the
1: a- Yeah, then they, they, Nintendo came out and said, uh-uh. They straight yeah. out said, uh-uh, and that. They're like, there is no <laughs> female Bowser.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Come on, Nintendo. We came up with it real quick. But, um, yeah, no, they didn't do that. So. Yeah,
1: I love that Nintendo squashed that with the quickness
0: yeah I mean that was kind of you can't just yeah they're not ever influenced by pop culture Nintendo does their own thing man just sure, about Nintendo is
1: them. pop culture <laughs> well I'm gonna
0: just say yeah they make their own culture but they do weird things um for their own line I mean we're still getting these old games on our your Nintendo online service we're getting Mario we can play it on Mario 3 on your Switch uh right now on uh Nintendo online
1: that's right that's what else you can play it on
0: but um, you know it's it's Mario Brothers 3 games yeah do math in public 20 something years old <laughs> 30 30 years old if you count the Japanese release date it's yeah it's just crazy man but uh, still still dropping it like it's hot man oh you wanna pay 20 bucks you can play Mario Brothers 3 on your Switch man I haven't mm-hmm. played that in 30 years <laughs> No, nah, dude anybody that's entered this Mario 3 has played it mm-hmm. they got plenty of time but um, there's several glitches in this game. It's kind of fun to go back and I want to go back and do them just by seeing these glitches. Like yeah, you get some uh, of these stages. I'd, I'd like to do
1: some glitches too, just make for the it, heck of it.
0: You can make it where Bowser can't even hurt you at the end. It's just yeah. cool.
1: And this and this is a good follow-in to go listen to my Fireside Chat right before this one about cheats and exploits and everything because this is where i i I feel like if you want to do these exploits and cheats because this is basically an exploit is what it is exploits do the exploits make sure you're doing it and you're not affecting anybody else's gameplay
0: yeah if it's single player it's okay you start affecting everybody else's gameplay and their experience online and dude i was gonna so again we're gonna get off track track but that's okay um and i was listening to that podcast which i thought was good it sounded good um the uh, Talking about ruining people's experience in a game. And SOCOM 1. So on SOCOM 1. Everybody knew SOCOM 2 was coming out. But I remember this. I mean, this is what I love about this game. It's a strategy game. So I knew. It, not to set, take too long to set it up. But on the rat's nest. If you remember this one, whatever. But uh, it's kind of underground in some caves and stuff. And I knew they're going to try to run and set up in this area. And if I can get there fast enough, I can catch them while they're setting up. Mm-hmm. So I run through there. Brr, I blast six, some six and oh, right off the very first round. And somebody goes, The Deacon's cheating, and everybody believed them. Mm-hmm. And they kicked me off because it was so rampant. I did not cheat at all. I never cheated at that game. Um I don't even know how to do it. But they it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. And you talk about how that affects other people's games. And cheaters don't care. I mean they don't care how it affects other people's games. They're kind of And people go, oh, come on, it's just a game. But let me just challenge you with this. If you're going to cheat on a game that doesn't matter, what are you going to do when something is critical, when it actually does matter? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, don't give me that. It's just a game crap. Uh, If it's a single player experience and you want to, if you've mastered the game, like we did mod Borderlands, we mastered the game. We played that game through a million times, uh, me and Rev. and finally on Borderlands 1, uh, modded it because there's nothing else to do on it we've mo- out about-
1: but you modded it together and yeah, you were both exactly. in agreement of doing it
0: yeah exactly so you don't want to have one dude mod and nobody and you know the dudes aren't modding they're playing the honest game now the whole game is kind of screwed up but um but anyway so i think you covered that as well in your uh fireside chat but um but anyway dude uh that yeah, that just that just I remember that, and I was like, man, I can't wait for SOCOM two to come out, just so people don't think I am cheating because I'm mm-hmm. good, I was good at it at the time. But yeah, very very bad, and so yeah, cheating is
1: bad, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, cheating is bad. It affects everybody, and like you like you mentioned this too, and it is true. If you cheat. let's just any games call of duty hey I, i got player mvp on call of duty and you cheated guess what me saying hey guess what i got mvp too on call of duty in the grand scheme of things that's exactly the same thing me just saying i got mvp on call of duty has as much weight as you saying i got mvp on call of duty when you cheated at it exactly because they're both a lie It's Mm -hmm. the exact same thing. You did not get MVP, you know, but so you're, it's just worthless. Um, but anyway, man, this is, you know, it's one of those things that you're never going to straighten out, but, um, so we're here to work out for the best interest of video games. If you've just now listened to H and K, didn't know any better. (laughs) If you've listened to H and K for a while, you know that.
1: So if you listen to H and K for a while, you know, we ramble. (laughs)
0: Well, it's not, yeah. So, man, we're we're finishing up there with Mario Three. That's really all I had to do. I did want to mention this one thing that was just kind of cool. And I've said it before on the podcast. If you have not read Masters of Doom, go read that book. It is awesome. It's the two Johns, John Romero, John Carmack, and how they started ID Software. You know, twenty something years old, creating these games. They worked at this uh, video game company where they programmed these demos for uh, magazines and so on at first. And during that time they actually created a PC version of Super Mario Bros. 3. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, and so the computers were not able to side-scroll. And Carmack, this is what made them so popular because Doom was cutting the Uh state-of-the-art. Nobody knew how to program that except for Carmack. Nobody. Same way for Doom. Same way for Quake. All these different games. Uh, Commander Keen, which was a side-scroller. Nobody knew how to side-scroll computers. Carmack... Came up with ways to do it, and then he did it. Um, and so they developed a—it's uh, called Dangerous Dave and copyright infringement. Dan- Dangerous Dave was like one of their characters. And um, and so anyway, they figured out how to do it one day. He stayed up all night doing it, and Romero came in the next day. They're like, "What?" And then I think they end up sit down and programming. I don't know how long it took, but they did program Super Mario Brothers Three, a full game. I like say full. I don't know how full it was, but it was a playable game. Contacted nintendo to say hey we we have a play, we have a super mario brothers 3 pc version already done do you do you want to work something out where you can release it on the pc and again it's like you're saying pop culture wise they were like no we don't have anything to do with pcs <laughs> you know so well your little cell phone is a mini pc now uh, nintendo so please stop releasing stuff on the cell phone <laughs> <laughs> so no um uh, not a cell phone fan but uh, obviously money to be had, but they have done that. They're releasing more on there as well. But Yeah. Um, what other game are they releasing? I, I completely drew a blank. I probably shouldn't even have brought it up, but I know they did the Mario game. I thought they were doing another I don't, one on a not remember.
1: I don't remember. I'm trying to stay away from them on their cell phone game stuff and I, I'm just... Uh, if I see anything them saying about doing Android stuff, I just kind of just breeze over it because it's just... It, it's... I get why people want cell phone games. And I granted, now I got my Final Fantasy VI on my cell phone, but I put it on there because of being able to play through it and giving me the mobility and the time to play through it. But it's not an option that I just would want for any other game. Because one, controls are horrible on it. And don't get me wrong, Final Fantasy VI, its controls are horrible on the on the Android version. Now, granted, it's a turn-based style game, so it's not like you have to have these extensive controls. But just moving, it's this little joystick or whatever, this virtual joystick that is just—it's tough to control. Sometimes you don't move as sharply as you would when you've got an actual actual game pad to do it with. So yeah, I, I just yeah, I'm just I just gloss over Nintendo and their uh, cell phone cell phone needs. It's just ugh.
0: yeah, yeah. So, I just want to put three little quick facts or fun little tricks on Super Mario Brothers 3 that I did not know about until I started doing research and then we'll move on. Uh, but Super Mario Brothers 3, the uh, Tanuki suit on Bowser's airships with that little flame spitter and you know, the little um, cannons that shoot the flames out. Yeah. You sit there and... If you jump over on top of one and turn into the uh, statue in the Tanuki suit, he'll actually kill the flame. Really? And you get 100 points. It'll go, whoop, whoop. yep, and it'll kill the flame if the statue falls on it. Oh my um, gosh. Yes, yeah, re- I've never seen that one. Never that's heard of that. That's awesome. And then uh, there's one stage, which I think to everybody's disappointment, in uh, stage world five, that you get the green shoe, and it's called something. I don't remember what it is. And you can jump on the back of spikes. Yes. And all this- and we thought, oh man, this is gonna be sick. There's gonna be some great stages with it. And I don't know why they did not include it in any other stage, but that one stage. Um, but if you turn into the statue on that, you can actually get in the shoe as the statue, and you ah. can't be and you can't be hurt. Uh, but you can't go down a pipe, so you eventually have to get out of the shoe and go down the pipe. But uh, kind of cool there. And then the. F- third little thing I'm gonna tell you the animation so if you have the Hammer Brother suit and you try to slide down a slide it will not work you know slide down the hill or whatever mm-hmm. you push down that was introduced in this game uh, you cannot do it in a Hammer Brother suit but there is an animation for the Hammer Brother suit slide and there's only Uh-oh. one stage in six uh, world six to where you have the Hammer Brother suit you hit the block and it's bouncing around it's coming out and as it goes down the slide if you slide down first and get it while you're in the slide you'll see the animation uh, the, oh wow! Uh, Hammer Brothers slide, so pretty cool little uh, things like that, and that's kind of keeps the game fresh and fun. Um, but fun stuff there. Uh, so if you're wondering, if you say, "Man, I really like Super Mario Brothers 3. I actually have not played it in 30 years, and I would like to get a <laughs> Nintendo and Super Mario Brothers 3. How much would it cost for this masterpiece of a game?" About 10 bucks. I think it's what you're ten, looking 5 at. 10 bucks. Yeah, because there's millions. So I just said $17 Oh, really.
1: Yeah, just so many of them.
0: Yeah, so it is not expensive to play. Or you could just spend 20 bucks for the year and play it on your Switch if you got one of those. But if you want the actual copy, actual cartridge, a loose car, uh, cartridge, this is about $10 on eBay. And a lot of them are not even selling on eBay. Probably because it's just been released so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted a copy of it. Um so of course I got it, but anyway, you got anything else you want to add before we close this thing down?
1: Not really. I know I've been quiet this podcast, but you guys, have. I'm sorry. I'm kind of kind of feeling down a little bit. Not not blues, just starting to feel like I'm getting sick. So,
0: well, guys, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, what's our what's our handles on Twitter and Instagram?
1: Uh, let's see, our Twitter one is H-N-K-E-X-P, our Instagram should be the same as well. Our Facebook's Um, the same. Facebook, you can search us by the H-N-K-E-X-P, um, yeah, you pretty much can find us anywhere using H-N-K-E-X-P, so it should be pretty easy to find us. Um, We try to
0: standardize
1: it. Follow us on Instagram. I've been putting stuff up, you know, usually only one or two posts a day. So we're not doing a ton, but we're doing more than what we have. Um, don't forget on our Mondays, we've got the Did You Know Gaming Mondays that we're uh, throwing out now. And we're also doing the Throwback Thursday ads. And that's been a lot of fun seeing some of these old ads, people asking questions about them. So that's been a lot of fun. And we're just trying to throw some fun posts out there, too. Uh, we got the one out there with the... Um, Street Fighter Move post where you can uh, try to make your name uh, where you use letters of your name and your birth date and you uh, create a, a move or whatever. Um, posted both mine and Hollywood's out there so it was kind of funny to hear, to hear what they sound like. Um, I forgot exactly what they were. But go check that kind of stuff out. We're just trying to put some fun things up there to be more interactive with y'all as well.
0: Yep, we also got the uh, Gamers Lounge. It's open to all if you want to – it's designed to just kind of get in there and find groups and stuff that you guys can – everybody can get in there. Like we got the Golf Club 2019 uh, Southern Proper Country Club on there. Uh, We have – I mentioned Division 2, which I have not gotten yet. Uh, But anyway, you can just build clans and stuff like that. We got Anthem stuff. Um, So whatever, just kind of share and and, kind of team up. And if you're looking for uh, people to play with, that's a good place to go.
1: And so I made our first community on uh, PS4 as well, which I hadn't told Hollywood this yet, and I meant to mention this. Um, The communities, I found out, are game-based, and they're based around games. So I made the first one, and I made it based around Anthem just because I've been playing that one. So hopefully... If you want to find us and jump on the community there, where we can post up and play together, if you play on PS4, that's good. Um, I'll work with Hollywood and we'll get other games up there and have different ones for you, so you can have those choices and jump in with us and play that way. That way, you'll have a direct line to play with us and play with the other people that we play with, um, just to give us all a community to play and have fun gaming. And just and just to name, just to say it too, I'll give you our 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 um our special moves names uh, Hollywood's is <laughs> death death smash of rage and mine is iron smash of doom so I thought they were pretty good like special moves so
0: Nick Fimiano said the best love thrust from hell
1: <laughs> yes this was pretty funny
0: his was I'd pretty say.
1: funny um Anthony destello had the thunder grab of wonder I thought that was pretty funny too <laughs>
0: somebody had Norris. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Iron Iron Hug of Norris. I thought that was pretty funny. And (laughs) Thunderfinger of Norris. So watch out for that that hug and that finger from Chuck Norris. You know, they're deadly. (laughs) All right, we appreciate you guys joining. Thank you so much, guys.
0: Later.